Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Praise the Lord and Happy New Year. God has seen us to a new year, a new day, and we are grateful and we are thankful unto God for being a good God and bringing us through and bringing us over. Um, We're going to start with scripture. Psalms 150. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the string instruments and organs. Praise him upon the the loud cymbals. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath. Yeah. Let everything that hath breath. If you have breath in your body and you're at home, find a salt shaker, find a a tambourine, clap your hands. You got an instrument right here. You got an instrument right here. Let everything that hath breath. If you have breath in your body, you ought to be doing something, clapping your hands, waving your hands, jumping, leaping, whatever it is. Open up your mouth and give God glory somehow, some way. Because he's a good God. He's a faithful God. He's a mighty God. And he deserves all the glory, all the honor, all of the praise. And we thank him for being faithful. We thank him for being wonderful. We thank him for being a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, a prince of peace. The everlasting Father, Yahweh, uh, Jireh, Rapha, Sikhanu, all of those things. We thank you today, oh God, because there's nobody like you on this earth. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. We thank you right now for being good to us, for being faithful to us, for being loyal to us. There's nobody like you on this earth, on this earth, oh God. We thank you for keeping us and and loving us and keeping us and steady loving us when we don't know how to love ourselves. We don't know how to love each other. God, you still love us and show us how to love each other. God, we thank you for what you're going to do today, oh God. We thank you for what you're going to do, what you've done and what you're going to do and what you're doing right now, oh God. Meet us right where we are, oh Holy Ghost. Please be with us today, oh God. Come into service and meet us where we are and we we're promised to give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. Let someone walk away healed, delivered, and set free, dear Heavenly Father. Let someone wanting to know you get to know you in a different way, oh God. Let them encounter you in a special way, encounter your freedom in a special way today, dear Heavenly Father. In your son Jesus' name we pray, amen. Now come on and clap your hands in this place and at home. He's a wonderful God. He deserves all the glory, all the honor, and all of the praise. He's a wonderful God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, oh God. We thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, God. So wonderful. So marvelous. So faithful. A consistent God. A kind God. A marvelous God. We thank you. You're excellent in all of your ways. You're wonderful in all of your ways.
belong to you. Yes, Lord. My hallelujah belongs to you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My hallelujah belongs to you. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. My hallelujah belongs to you. I hear it Shut my hallelujah. My hallelujah belongs.
turn the clock, sister. So we gotta do it one more time. Hey, there is a there is a bomb in Gilead. 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 Everybody clap your hey. Right here, we gonna do it. Come on. There's nothing my there's nothing my God cannot do. 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 Shout victory, I got it. I thank God, I got it. Everybody shout victory, I got it. I thank God, I got it. One more time, say victory, I got it. I thank God, I got it. Last time, say victory, I got it. I thank God, I got it. Everybody say it. I got it. Hey. I think God, I got it. Say victory is mine. Say victory is mine. Victory today is mine. Said I told, said I told, said I get thee behind. Victory, victory today. Everybody shout victory. I got it. I 
the child look to it. Everybody shout victory. I got it. I thank yeah. God. I got it. Shout joy. It's mine. Say joy is mine. Joy today is mine. I don't say. I don't say that. Yeah, TV. Joy today is mine. It's all mine. Say I got it. Everybody say, I got it, say, I got it, I thank God, I got it, brother, say, I got it, say, I got it, I thank God, I Thanks got be it. up to God who gave me I the victory. I thank One more time, say, oh, peace is mine, say, peace is mine, peace today is mine, say, I told say, I told I walk in talking about freedom. Say, I got it. I thank God. I declare it. to the end of me. Say, I got it. Hey, I thank God. I got it. Said, I got it. Say, I got it. I thank God. Cause I'll never be defeated. Say, I got it. I thank God. The devil is a liar. Say, I got it. I thank God. The devil is a liar. Say, can we do that?
amen, amen, and amen. We could never be defeated as long as we are on the winning side. Greetings. First, I'd like to give honor to God. I would also like to give honor to the angel of this house, Pastor Samuel N. Winston Jr. in his absence, elect Lady C, Mount Calvary Nation and friends who are joining us virtually, welcome. You know, for the past couple years, we've been in a raging pandemic. We have had to cancel social events, family gatherings, in-person church services, we have had to social distance, wear masks. We can't even hug one another when we come together. So today, I would just like to take a little bit of time to talk about what do you do when you feel alone. Our scripture today will be 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 1 through 4. 11 through 13, and verse 15. Thank you. <clears throat> I will be reading from the New King James Version of the Bible, and it reads as follows. And Ahab told Jezebel all that Elijah had done, also how he had executed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, so let the gods do to me and more also, if I do not make sure your life as of the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And then he saw, and when he saw that, he arose and ran for his life. And he went to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a broom tree, and he prayed that he might die. And he said, it is enough, Lord. Now take my life, for I am no better than my father's. Verse 11. Then he said, go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord, and behold, the Lord passed by. And a great strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. So it was when Elijah heard it that he wrapped his face in his mantle, went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Suddenly a voice came to him and said, what are you doing here? Elijah. Verse 15. Then the Lord said to him, go return on your way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when you arrive, anoint Hazel as king over Syria. We thank God for his word. Now, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, who God used to do extraordinary things. Elijah prayed earnestly that it would not rain and no rain fell on the earth for three and a half years. Elijah stayed with a widow woman and told her that a single bowl of flour would not be exhausted, nor a jar of oil would go empty 
until the day the Lord sends rain, and it happened just like he said. The same woman's son became ill to the point of death. Elijah prayed, and the child was revived. Then in the third year of the drought, the scripture tells us that the Lord came to Elijah, instructing him to go present himself to Ahab, the king of Israel, and then he would send the rain. We all know the story. Elijah called for the children of Israel, King Ahab, and 450 prophets of Baal. And he issued a challenge and he instructed them to choose a bull for themselves and prepare it first for there were many of them and to call on the name of their God. For both sides agreed that God, the God who answered by fire was God. So they called on the name of Baal from morning until noon and nothing happened. They began leaping around, and still nothing happened. By noon, Elijah began to mock them, saying, call out louder. Maybe your God is meditating or busy, or maybe he's on a journey or sleeping. Because Maybe your God's just not hearing you, and you need to wake him up. Call a little louder. So they did. They called out louder and they carried on like this until evening. So from morning till evening, they are calling on Baal and nothing happened. Then it was Elijah's turn. After calling the people to himself, he repaired the altar, had a trench dug, prepared the sacrifice by cutting it into twos, he then instructed them to pour four water pots of water on the fac a sacrifice, and they did this a total of three times. Now, watering pots could hold 17 to 25 gallons of water. So at a minimum, 204 gallons of water was poured on that sacrifice. Then Elijah prayed, and he asked God to let it be known this day that you are the God in Israel, that Elijah was his servant, and that he did all these things at God's bidding. So not only did God show up, but God showed out. Fire fell from heaven, and it consumed the burnt sacrifice, the wood, stones, dust, and licked up all 204 gallons of that water. Can you imagine how Elijah must have felt after such an incredible victory? I don't know because the scripture doesn't say, but maybe he felt invincible. Like he couldn't be defeated because he immediately had all 450 of the prophets of Baal put to death. So then how did Elijah go from such an extraordinary victory to the point where he wanted to die. He was afraid. Which brings us to our first point. Be careful who you listen to. You see, Elijah made the mistake of listening to the wrong voice. Jezebel, the wife of King Ahab, after hearing that Elijah had put 450 prophets of Baal to death, sent message she was going to have Elijah put to death by the same time the next day. 
And at those words, Elijah rose and ran for his life. One might ask, why did he listen to Jezebel in the first place? Because she had already had the Lord's prophets massacred. So she had a reputation. But I submit to you today, it doesn't matter how reputable the individual is, if they are saying something that doesn't line up with the word of God, don't listen. Now, Elijah knew God's voice, but he listened to the wrong voice. How do we know he knew God's voice? God sent Elijah to a mountain, and he instructed him to go out and stand on the mountain, and the Lord would pass by. A great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in the pieces, into pieces. But the Lord wasn't there. Then an earthquake. But the Lord wasn't there. Then a fire. But the Lord wasn't there either. Then a small, still voice. And the scripture said, when Elijah heard it, he wrapped his face in his mantle and went out and stood in the entrance of the cave. Elijah knew God wasn't in the wind. He knew he wasn't in the fire. He knew he wasn't in the earthquake. Elijah knew the voice of God. He just listened to another. Don't let someone else's voice take you away from what you know. This threat, this fear, sent this prophet into a spiral that made him give up on life. Have you ever been there wanting to give up on life? One day things are going well, then boom, the bottom falls out. You have a car accident, you contract COVID-19, you're hospitalized. You lose your source of income. It seems like it's just one thing after another. Maybe you have never had your life threatened, but have you ever been afraid? Afraid harm may come to your children when they're out of your presence? Afraid of what the test results may show? Afraid that you are not enough or have enough? Well, God wants you to know today that you are not alone. For he says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. He says that there is a friend that sticks closer than any brother. And that his perfect love cast out all fear. So this Elijah went from calling down fire from heaven to running for his life. Why? Because he is a man with a nature like ours and he became, a friend, became afraid, which brings us to our next point. Don't isolate yourself. Scripture tells us that Elijah believed that he was the only prophet of God remaining. So one of the first things Elijah did uh, was isolate himself, and he left his servant in Beersheba, how many of us know that darkness is a lot easier to do or be in when we're by ourselves? But let me encourage you today not to go it alone. If you feel like 
you don't have someone to talk to, reach out. If you feel like you don't have someone to pray with, reach out. One of the first things that Jesus did when he entered into ministry was to surround himself with 12 other men. And then when it was time for him to send them out, he sent them out in twos, not alone. Ecclesiastes tells us that two are better than one. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. One can be overpowered if alone, but two can resist him. And a cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. Elijah dropped off his help. In the medical field, a cold blue is sometimes called. This is when an individual has either stopped breathing or their heart has stopped or sometimes both. But once that cold is called, several things are going to occur and help is coming to that room quickly. The bed is flattened. Chest compressions are started. The patient is bagged, which is a way to deliver oxygen quickly. Someone is starting a large bore IV. Someone else is bringing a cold cart. Someone else is telling the order of the medications to be administered. Someone else is administering the medication. Someone else is putting on the leads on the patient to monitor their heart so a shock can be delivered if needed. Someone else is drawing blood. Someone else is recording the time that everything is occurring. There are so many people in the room you can no longer see the patient because their only focus is keeping that person alive. It takes an entire team to save one life. Don't give up your support. So if you feel afraid, don't go to Beersheba. That's the alone place. If you are depressed, don't go to Beersheba. If you are in despair, don't go to Beersheba. If you listen to the wrong voice, don't go to Beersheba. But go to the ones the Lord has placed on this journey with you. For all you know, they have been placed in your life for such a time as this. You are not alone. So not only must we be careful who we listen to, we must be careful not to isolate ourselves, but finally, we must remember that God will not cancel our assignment. In verse 15, God instructs Elijah on where to go and what to do. Elijah, listening to the wrong voice, didn't cancel his assignment. His fear did not cancel his assignment. His depression did not cancel his assignment. His despair did not cancel his assignment. And neither will God cancel your assignment. I know, I know. You have a laundry list of things that you think disqualifies you from being used by God. But I am here to tell you, it doesn't cancel your assignment. Abraham lying did not cancel his assignment. Jacob deceiving his brother did not cancel his assignment. Gideon doubting did not cancel his assignment. David committing murder and adultery did not cancel his assignment. Peter denying the Christ did not cancel his assignment. 
it doesn't cancel your assignment. God gave it to you. He knew what you were going to do before you did it, but yet he still gave you the assignment. Why? Because God had a plan to cover all sins through the person of his son, Jesus Christ, who came in sinful flesh, was tempted in every manner, but was without sin, and even in his humanness, he asked three times that the cup pass him. But he didn't cancel the assignment. He endured the beatings, being nailed to a cross, pierced in his side, buried in a borrowed tomb. He stayed there three days, and when he got up, he got up with all power in his hands. He died to take away the sins of the world. That includes past sins, current sins, and future sins. In conclusion, God uses ordinary people like you and me to perform extraordinary works. And we all have been afraid, depressed, in despair, sick in our bodies, doubted, listened to the wrong voice, but when we feel alone, we will be careful who we listen to, we will not isolate ourselves, and we will remember that God will not cancel our assignment. Thank you. some word on today. Amen. And I received that. Amen. Let's thank God for the preacher of the day. Amen. Now the doors of the church are now open. We would like to invite you to serve our risen Savior. If you're listening today and you've never given your life to Jesus, you can accept him on today. If you leave a message in the comment area, I promise you we have someone here that will read your message and then direct you in the path that you should take. Why don't you come? Giving your life to Jesus will be the, <laughs> the best blessing that you could ever receive. You will have life and you will have life forevermore. Why don't you trust in Jesus on today? And the second call is that if God has led you to become a part of the Mount Calvary Nation, leave a message 
someone will contact you to make that happen. This is one of God's greatest churches, spirit-led and Bible-fed. Thankful that God had called me here to serve with the saints. Just leave a message in the comment section, and I promise you, someone will contact you. in the Lord's Supper, I will ask that you gather your sacraments together. We here at Mount Calvary, we have what is called an open communion, meaning that you do not have to be a member of this part of God's body to participate. So if you have your sacraments at home and you're not a member of Mount Calvary, come on, grab your sacraments and let's have the Lord's Supper together. But we would ask that you would do as the Apostle Peter said, is examine yourself. The Apostle Paul, I'm sorry. And now you're not examining the self to see if you have sinned since the last time you've taken communion, but you're examining yourself to make sure that you are a part of the Lord's family. Let's get our sacraments together. Jesus was betrayed. He had a what is called the Last Supper. And at that supper, he took the bread, he broke it, he blessed it, and he passed it out to his disciples. He said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Likewise, in the same manner, he took the wine, he blessed it. He passed it to his disciples. He said, this is the New Testament in my blood for the remission of sins. That is to say, for the forgiveness of sins. Take and drink all of it. Amen. We thank God for what Jesus done by way of Calvary for placing his body in our spot on that cross. Should have been us on that cross, but he died for you and for me. We thank you all at home for participating in this service. We do ask that you will keep our pastor in prayer. Amen. And at the end of this service, there will be a video instructing you on the three ways to give and there will also be our deacons here for at least an hour after this service to receive 
your offering. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy, to the only wise God our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Amen and amen. God bless you. Thank you for your continued generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app, or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live.